All right, uh, we're back with what we are calling Gator Tales. Um, let's again shout out to AJ Jeffcoat who uh, gave us that name, which was super simple, and we should have come up with ourselves, but you know, <laughs> we didn't. Is worse though. Yes, wonderful name. And as always, I'm Mr. Weich. I'm Miss Prickett. And with us today we have Mrs. Shady. Mrs. Shady. All right. So, um, what do you teach? I teach sixth grade math. Sixth grade math, mm-hmm. and and uh, I guess it's not a little different for you because I know a lot of teachers are doing different things this year. We we've found this out. Yes. Um. So, uh, but you guys will know her from your as your sixth grade math teacher. Well, maybe it'll be her, yeah. Mr. Barzron. Yep. Okay, so um, we're gonna just dive right in. Uh, the first okay. question that we have for you is, why did you decide to become a teacher? And this also includes, do you have previous job experience, that kind of thing? Okay, well, I decided to become a teacher mainly because I knew that I wanted to work with kids mm-hmm. when I was in college. Um, I knew that that was kind of something I wanted to be a part of my life. Um, growing up, I've always had babysitting experience and um, always did different activities that involved being around kids and so I knew that I wanted to kind of keep that going through my professional life. When I started college I actually started undecided because I was still you know wasn't quite sure which direction I wanted to go. That's a good thing. Yeah Yeah. Um, so the first year I kind of Went back and forth between, you know, do I want to enter the business world? Do I want to, you know, go into teaching? And then I finally decided, you know, that is the path for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually got certified in math and social studies. So oh, okay. I could there you have go. been your social studies teacher. Yeah. There we go. I know. It's been a long time since I've ever, like, had experience teaching social <laughs> studies. So, um, you a know, I'd have to do a little uh, yeah. research if I switched over. But we might bring you into our other podcast then. Huh? Yeah, okay. Let's do a yeah. social studies. Exactly. Yeah, I'd love to do, like, a math history or about, like, the founding, some of the founding people. That would hey. be fun. Awesome. Yeah, we'd love that, yeah. honestly. Yes. Uh, so, um, so, yeah, so I decided on it about my second year of college and started a program in college that gave me a whole lot of experience with um, going into schools. Mm -hmm. So I was in like preschools all the way up through high school. So that helped me really decide that I wanted to stick with the middle school level and be around uh, Mm. this age level of kids. And um, yeah. so uh, All right. Very cool. So can you tell me what your favorite part about being a teacher is? Uh, And this, you know, I guess the, the way we like to think of this question is kind of um, what, I guess, what is your, I guess, kind of what is also your end goal to like, um, yeah, it's not, what do you, what do you enjoy as much as why do you do it? Yeah. And we, we talked about why you decided, but why yeah. do you like, like what's your, I guess, why mission you statement? still do it? Yes. yes. Oh yeah. yeah. So, I mean, obviously I love teaching math, but mm-hmm. Um, the real reason you're, I think anyone's a teacher is so that you can make the connection with kids and Mm. help them understand that, you know, just all parts of their life, especially in middle school, I feel like you're still learning a lot and you're starting to understand a lot about the world. And, um, I think being in middle school is 
giving kids a good foundation for how to think and have an open mind Mm -hmm. and um, really just being there as a positive role model um, and letting them know that there are adults that they can come to and talk about anything and that's really what I try to instill in kids that you know positive attitude and you know having adults there for you at this age is a good thing and to try to be open to adults and Mm -hmm. so that's really my kind of reason I'm here is I'm you know want to be there for kids in all aspects of their life not just in a content area way um and I like sixth grade because you I feel like I can stay a part of their life through middle school and get to know them you know throughout a few years and um you know, I still try to stay in contact with them once they're in seventh grade and eighth grade and on into high school so that they know that, you know, I'm there cheering them on every mm-hmm. step of the way. And our school's pretty great for that, too. It is. And, you know, building a foundation with some of the elementary kids. Yes. Uh, yeah. Fifth grade, getting to know them a little bit is well, pretty neat. Yeah. And they'll at least see us and know us, yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. definitely unique. Yeah. Yeah. It's a unique situation. They have fairs. And mm-hmm. That's why I wanted to be in at Rudolph Gordon is because that community atmosphere in an elementary school, like kids love the elementary school, you know, like they get to be a part of the community. And so just staying with that, I think is a great experience for kids. Yeah. It's also, uh, I do, it's a good experience. It's also kind of a tough experience. I think for us as teachers, you know, sometimes because it's that, uh, I like to think of us as, you know, the gatekeepers to middle school and, and to kind of, now, I don't, this might sound a little harsh, but to break the sixth grade, break sixth graders <laughs> in as far as, you know, what it means to be, you're not in elementary school yeah, anymore. Yeah, it's different, yeah. It is different. Even though you can go look down the hall, you can look, you know, a thousand feet see in one direction and see your old teachers. That's true, yeah. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a, it's a difficult transition, but our school makes it both better and worse at the same time. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's easier because, you know, it's there's not a fear of being in an entirely new environment that I yes. saw when I was at other kids at other schools. Mm-hmm. Kids would, you know, be a little much more fearful of coming into school and parents, sure. too. Um, so I think there's a lot of ease with that yeah. part of the transition. Um, I think sometimes understanding the responsibility of middle school yes you know that can be a big transition and a little bit harder because you're right there with all the elementary so and those of you guys that are hearing a dog bark that is um we're at miss prickett's house right now um that is her new sorry guys hey no worries no worries it's her uh well you know you you tell us um this is my new dog i believe we adopted him exactly a month ago and all right one month he uh, uh-huh. is really still getting used to not being around me so right now he cannot see me and is not happy about that but we are trying to work on him being okay with that <laughs> because at some point i have to go to work so yes but and that some point is monday yes yeah yeah <laughs> five days yeah i didn't mention at the beginning this is the what sixth no seventh this is seventh um let me look Yes, right? It's the fifth today. It's the fifth? Ooh. Summer, you never know what day it is. Yeah, I really don't. And, you know, and you'll find out later. I probably won't know the day it is. If I if I don't put it on the board, I won't know it. So, because it doesn't matter. Because you're just here to learn, sure. guys. You're here. Yeah. You're there. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to learn either way. So, um, tell me, uh, 
you do have uh, other experience other than Rudolph Gordon, obviously. Yes. So, yeah. so talk to me about that. So when I am actually from Ohio. Oh, okay. Grew up and went to college in Ohio, and I moved down here after college. Mm-hmm. I got a job in. Wait, where'd you go to college? Ohio University, okay. not Ohio State. Yeah, okay. I'm also just glad you didn't the Bobcats. The Ohio State. Oh. <laughs> I know that could have been, yeah. Uh huh. Old dicey last year. <laughs> well, um, it would be if Clemson had ever lost to Ohio State, <laughs> but they have never lost in their entire three and zero. I'm just I'm sorry. Okay. That's Continue. okay. That's okay. Yeah. It's a smaller state school than Ohio State. Yes. Um, but uh, so we, I moved down here after college and started teaching at Saluda. It's kind of a in the middle of the state. Yeah. West of Lexington, Columbia area. So where were you guys living? Uh, we were living in Lexington. Living in Lexington. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, I taught there for a couple of years. I taught sixth grade and eighth grade. At the same time? No. Okay. <laughs> One year of sixth grade. Sorry. Oh my God. Let me elaborate. <laughs> One year of sixth grade and then a year of eighth grade. Okay. After okay. that. And then after that, we moved up to Greenville. Okay. And I was at Beck Academy. Yes. Uh, for many years. I guess 12 years. Mm. And uh, loved it there. Um, and then had kids and wanted to be a little bit closer to home. And Rudolph Gordon, I had opened just down the street. And so transitioned over to Rudolph Gordon. Yes. And so this is the third year now? Right? Yeah, it's our third year. Third yeah. year. Yeah, and something that you guys might not know. Uh, well, I, I guess all three of us were here when it opened. So we're the... Uh, the okay. middle school opened. Yes, yeah. so, so when the middle school opened. Obviously not when the elementary school, which is like 2007 or something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So uh, a couple of the other teachers, they're, they're latecomers, but we welcome them. <laughs> With the original scamjis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think there are only five of us left, right? In sixth grade. Yeah. 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 Social studies has remained strong. Yep. <laughs> Dream team going strong yeah. <laughs> over here. I think we're the only ones. We are the only ones. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, and it's all, and for us, it's, a, it's, I think it's more about content. Yeah. Because no offense to anybody who might be listening that is teaching seventh grade or in seventh grade or eighth grade. I don't want to teach that. Oh, no. no thank you. No. Yeah, seven, I feel like in social studies you find your niche with mm-hmm. the type of content you want to teach. In math, like it kind of circles and yeah, you know, it gets a little more challenging. But you kind of always go back to previous levels. And it all builds. So the transition is a little easier, yeah. probably. I feel probably like English is very similar to that too. They build. Yeah, yeah it, I mean, because because there there is no previous knowledge for us. Uh, you know, there, it's. Well, I guess you could say there's sort of previous knowledge because now third grade will be, I think it's third grade will be world history. No, or third grade will be geography. One of the things will be world history. Mm-hmm. But I mean. Well, what, what is really seventh gonna, now? For seventh history? is um, not history. It is uh, geography. Okay. But it's more like uh, movement of people. So, I mean, you guess you can look at it in a historical aspect, which honestly, it should be sixth grade. Sixth grade should be geography. They're going to get geography in elementary school now, but sixth grade should be geography. Seventh grade should be the world history. Just yeah, because then you have a, a idea better base. of where yeah, yeah. everything is. Because, guys, sense. we're going to do, we will do some maps. I do want you to know um, where the continents and oceans are and what they are. Exactly. Because it is Gotta crazy. I know what you're talking about. It's crazy to me that that's 
sixth graders don't know that. I mean, th- and that, as far as when I started learning to teach, that was one of the things that blew my mind. Mm-hmm. That that wasn't like I. Th- Honestly, I don't remember if I knew that in sixth grade. I'm assuming I did. I think I did, but maybe I didn't. But yeah, it just I don't know. it blows my mind that like that's not taught. That and it might be some. It's just might not yeah. be concrete knowledge in their heads. Exactly. But I but I do remember I think I remember in elementary school having given given a map. Do the you know, five oceans, seven continents, yeah. this yeah. kind of stuff. I mean, and being like, Oh, this is super boring. Which but yes, it gave it is. you a foundation exactly. of knowing where if cultures are and exactly if I talk tell you okay so we're talking about Europe now you should know where Europe is uh-huh. even though they you can obviously argue that there's no Europe and there's no Asia there's Eurasia but that's a topic for another time all right so our next question would be um, how do you think your students would describe you and this is both a this is uh, I know that this sounds like we're interviewing you for a job a job yeah which is very <laughs> which is very similar but um it's both good and bad. Oh, yes, okay. yes. So, so I want I want a little of both. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Right? Yes, exactly. Uh, well, hopefully they would describe me as positive mm-hmm. and organized, though that is always like a goal of mine is to be more organized. <laughs> but hopefully, you know, that's what how they view me, um, and uh, knowledgeable of my subject, mm-hmm. um, fun. I like to have a lot of fun. I like to try to make math fun because kids always, I feel like math is the thing that they have the most fear of coming into. And so um, I try to be very lighthearted and have fun and break it down for them. So hopefully they come out thinking, oh, yeah, that was fun. Tell me something fun you do. Um. I like to do a lot of the different games and act, um, that are competitive. Okay. Um, so, you know, they have a lot of the online games now, like yeah. the Cahoots and the Gim Kit and is it Quizlet? Quizlet. Um, yep. um, but also just different competitions in class, um, not using the computers. So I might split up the kids and do a competition, you know, maybe boys and girls or... Uh, certain teams against each other Um, and it might be like just a daily competition or maybe something over a whole month that they're trying to get the most points um, for their team Uh, so I try to kind of make it a little more exciting and then there's some sort of prize or activity that they get Um, sometimes we'll do basketball I have a little basketball hoop and we'll uh uh, we'll take either teams or individual kids, and you know if they get the right answer, mm-hmm. they get to make points and just make it a little more interactive and uh, fun to change up the routine a little bit. Very so cool. I don't try to stick with the same thing each time, uh, but uh, just because I feel like kids get bored doing the same like yeah. activity, <laughs> like they're like, oh no, another gim kit or another kahoot. So I try to like switch it up based on how things are going in class and what kids are interested in. Last year I had a lot of basketball players and very sports oriented kids, so I tried to incorporate a lot of that stuff. We really did. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do feel like our sixth grade last year was much, much more athletic than our sixth grade <laughs> the year before. Sorry. Sorry guys. Sorry guys. But you know it's real. Yeah. <laughs> so and 
the other kids were interested in other the eighth graders this year now they were interested in other things a lot of them so you know i tried to mix it up a little bit yeah with them so now i would say that kids would also <laughs> describe me maybe as i don't want to say strict but i like a good routine yes um and i like you know i like i move fast with activities so mm-hmm. um I like to kind of keep pace with things, and so um, we, when things are kind of off pace or off the routine, you know, I'm quick to get everyone back on track. So maybe a little strict, or um, I don't know what word to use other than that, (laughs) but I like to stay kind of on a routine. Yes. So... Very cool. Yeah. Okay, so uh, can you tell me what your... F- I know this one's a little bit weirder for math, but um, what is your favorite topic to teach within your content area? Tell us why. This has actually changed over the years. Okay. I used to love, like, all the algebra stuff because, it like, the kids... Certain kids will gravitate more towards the algebra content and other kids will gravitate more towards like the statistics and geometry content left right brain yeah like you like one or the other Mm -hmm. um and so i used to really love all the algebra content and just because it's very methodic and um very predictable to teach Uh, but over the years i've started to really love teaching the statistics and I think that's because I found some really great activities and projects and ways for kids to really understand the connection with all of it okay and bring it more alive I guess you could say um rather than just like oh here's how to make a bar graph or here's how you find the mean and median like it I found ways to really teach kids how to analyze data in a creative way and to collect data on their own and find meaning behind it which you know especially in this day and age I think is important for kids to understand where their information is coming from and how to look at it in the right ways yes um we definitely have a societal problem with that I mean there's no one of our big things is um I know in social studies we we talk a lot about you know is it not is it accurate but can you trust the source right yeah and and are you looking at what it's really saying like what is that yes. graph or that data really saying about the content because because people talk about statistics in that way where well we got a visitor in here Hi. hey buddy oh he's so sweet what's his name george. hey george hi well like, like i was saying we we I think I was talking about, we were talking about statistics. Yeah. yeah. I do think that that, that, that is one of the hardest things because people, people say that you, you know, you can make statistics say whatever you want, which I guess you, you could, can, yeah. You, you, yeah. You, you can, but that's why you need to trust your sources too. Yeah. To actually give it to you. And then you need to be able to analyze it yourself. And I think that's one of the big things that, that we harp on. And I love hearing that from math as well, that it's like, Let's make sure that we're being accurate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's something that's used more cross-curricular yes. than, you know, the algebra and that kids will use in their everyday lives. 
further yeah. on. So I think that's really been a fun thing for me to teach. And, and you know, I like it all, but that's really been... That's your favorite part. Over the last few years, the favorite. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Okay, um, so can you tell me what should your students know about you to be more successful? And this includes, like, your pet peeves in class, like things... Um, we kind of look at this question more of a um, classroom management style type thing. Um, okay. But also just, you know, we can do in general like NHIs, that kind of stuff. Okay. That's a loaded question, I guess. I could go on and on. <laughs> yes. Um, well, pet peeves. Let's, we can start with that maybe. Let's do. Um, I don't have a whole ton of pet peeves. Um, maybe just... Um, kind of being aware of where you are and like making sure you're kind of focused on the directions. Like I said, there's a lot of like switching of activities. So, um, you know, when I've said three times, all right, you need your pencil, your notebook and your device. Um, and then those two kids still like lollygag and that's kind of like, come on. So, cause I feel like I need, every minute I have with kids. So absolutely, just kind of being on point is probably the biggest pet peeve. Um, following directions as they're given. And uh, like I said, you know, you can have some leeway with like, oh, you you know, everyone has a space out moment, right? Of course. Uh, but then it's like, okay, this is the fifth time when we're waiting two minutes on you. So that's, those are the little things that are like, oh, come on. But other than that, like, I don't have a whole ton of pet peeves. I can work with, you know, a lot of different situations. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I don't hold on to grudges on things. So it's like, okay, like, I told you to go ahead and sharpen your pencil. Let's get it done. Go ahead. Like, no big deal. Like, let's move on. So. Yeah, if you hold, a, hold on to grudges, you can teach sixth grade. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a new, it's a new minute. Let's all move oh, on. Yeah. You know, like. Gotta changes life. Yeah, you gotta kind of go with the flow, and each day is a new day. And uh, the biggest thing that you know, I want kids to know is, you know, I kind of approach each day with a positive attitude, and each mm-hmm. class like come in and fresh and new with a positive attitude. And while someone may have been having a hard time one day or struggling one day, like we gotta kind of start fresh the next day and. I just feel like if you're coming in with a positive attitude, whether you're someone who struggles with math or you're not, it makes it a ton easier. Kids I who come in and they're uh, all down on being in math because they've always had trouble with math yes. and it's like the hardest thing for them to learn. Like if you just kind of switch your brain a little bit and say, you know what, I'm just going to try my hardest. That's the most important thing. If you come in and you try, you're going to meet success. And it's one of those things where I think, uh, Sixth graders have a hard time with, you know, since we're changing classes, you have very different personalities. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you guys are going to find this out. We all have different personalities. Yeah. I can't tell you. I mean, from my team, Mr. Bargeron and I are very or vastly different people. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I like you both. <laughs> <laughs> now, students might not. It might be might be a one or the other or maybe both. Um, yeah. But, but the thing is coming in you like you said not not even just every day but every period just realizing that it's going to be you know it's going to be different like yeah I, it is it and it's a switch it's a big 
switch. It's a, you know, yes. it's a quick change between classes, and then you just have to kind of get into a new mode of like, okay, I'm in Mr. White's class, and he's going to be loud, and I just got to be ready. <laughs> My ears have to be ready for the loudness, and then I'm going to go to Mr. Barjon's class, and it might be a little more quiet, and that's okay. Yes. Like, yeah. So it is, and that's life, I think. You know, you're in different situations around Absolutely. different people and getting to know, like, each one's going to be a little bit different and adapting uh, to that. Yeah. You just got to adapt sometimes. I think that's one of the reasons why sixth grade is so great too, because it's, it's preparing. I mean, all classes from now on really are preparing you for the rest of your life, but oh, yeah. like, but this kind of gets you, you know, you get your toe in the water. Yes. Yeah. You see that it's not that cold. Mm-hmm. So and, and then once in. you're in high school, it's like a whole new world. You're yeah. in so many different classes with, new kids every class and and then and different levels of classes so Mm -hmm. you might like it's it'll be wild and who knows what you guys high school is going to look like because a lot of y'all are going to it's still being built it's still being built yes (laughs) and (laughs) they may change their minds you never know yes what classes will look like oh yeah well at least it'll be a pretty it's pretty pretty high school i know that's really true being, I mean, you guys are lucky. You're in a brand new school, Very and you're gonna go to so another brand lucky. new school. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> my school is not like yes, that. Yes, uh, <laughs> I went to Greenville High School, and Greenville High School. This is before they did their newer renovations. I mean, it. My let me, my grandfather was in the same building I was in. Yeah. And my father. Yeah. And that's kind of how the schools. And I the went building to hadn't moved. Yeah. I mean, it, it there there was nothing added on to that building because that building had been there since like 1908. Yeah. I think there was a bomb shelter in the bottom of my high school. Yeah, they we do. Uh, yeah, we did have bomb shelters in um at, in the uh, catacombs. Well, I call it the catacombs. It's uh there was a first floor and then there was a basement level. Yeah. Right, which was just one hall that had the home ec and ROTC mm-hmm. and um, a couple other things, and then there were then there was a door that went like there were tunnels under the school, you know, and yeah. like. Th- mm-hmm. Yeah, went down I to think, to go well, both my middle scary. and high school are torn down now. They rebuilt new about. ones in our the county. Yeah. yeah, I was about to say, Spartan High just built a brand new oh, one. Oh, yeah, it's nice. Year first year, and really I haven't nice. seen the inside, but my cousin cool. goes there. and hmm. Yeah, I can tell you, uh, Greenville High has gotten it's gotten redone. It's nice. And yes. I went to Hughes, mm-hmm. and yeah. Hughes has been, has been redone. Not taken them away, but yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you guys are lucky. Are really lucky. Yeah. It's... My, my sister had to be at Parker. She was at Greenville High, but she had to be at Parker, um, I guess it's elementary, for her last two years in high school. Yeah. At an old rough. elementary school. Yeah. Yeah. So it could, it could be worse. And it's really good for you. Okay. So what do you think your students... Oh, no. That's what we just asked. Uh, so no Did more. I answer all of that? I don't know. Uh, so is there anything else that you want to say about uh, how they can be successful within your class? Um... The main thing is just coming in with a, like I said, fresh attitude, mm-hmm. you know, positive and trying, you know, any, <laughs> yeah. any kid who, any kid can learn. And I feel like sometimes, like I said, kids who have struggled with math before, you will see success in my class because, you know, I'm there to support you and I will be mm-hmm. there, you know, step by step with you and to just kind of come fresh and, you know. Don't worry about what you know or don't know. Worry about kind of seizing the day. You know, each day is a new moment to learn and to try something new. I like that. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. All right. Now, um, that's our interview questions. We're done with those. Oh, okay. Uh, with the the more 
serious. The more serious questions. Now, uh-huh. now, now it's personality questions. Ah, okay. okay. Yes. So, um, let's start out with uh, your favorite book. Now, this can be uh, anything. If you want to break this up and say, well, here's my favorite professional book. Here's my favorite entertainment book. Whatever. Okay. Um, let me think about that one. I have taken up reading again this summer. Like, I've, I'm not very consistent with reading. Yes. Like, as a child, I love to read, mm-hmm. and I read all the time. And then as I became adult, I've kind of gone through waves of, like, reading and not reading. So the favorite book I've read this summer is called The Henna Artist. And I really like um, books based in India. Okay. So I think it was The Kite Runner. I really liked that yes. one. Um, and I've read a few different books, and they just always kind of pique my interest. It's just kind of a neat culture, mm-hmm. and a lot of the stories uh, have a lot of, you know, interesting history, like, interwoven in the storyline. So yeah. uh, it's just kind of something I've gravitated to. Well, we teach Indian history in November, so you're welcome to join us. Yeah. <laughs> Is that November? I thought it was like. Yeah, it's, it's political systems, right? Oh, yeah, you're right. Because yeah. Innis Valley is. Oh, yeah, because yes. we, we don't talk about the Innis Valley because it's not worth it. Um, okay, so do you have a – so is that your all-time favorite? So what would your all-time favorite all-time book – All-time favorite? I mean, gosh, I don't know. Pops right to your head when, when I say all-time favorite book. And you, you have to choose one. Quick, quick, quick. What's the, what's the first um, thing that goes in? I just remember, like, in high school, loving the books, like – is it 1984? Is that the name of it? Like those type of books? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, On the Road, like those things. Okay, cool. Like, you know, I think high school is so formative too. Uh, Those books have always kind of stuck to me and like come back in my mind at different times. So maybe that stuff. Yeah. um, I think especially with the pandemic, the way it's going, um, a dystopian future is, uh, (laughs) (laughs) tends to, um, I'm always like, Oh, becoming more popular. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the fact that, you know, uh, what was I? Uh, okay, it was in, um, like, the like if you read anything uh, about the government, of the Chinese government, like, they are really big into facial recognition. Like, yes. really yeah. big into facial recognition. And <laughs> so, like, they, I mean, you're, everywhere you go, anywhere you go, they see it, they see it, and they, you know, and they track people. Especially because I've, I've been doing a little bit of research about the um, the Ungers, the um, you know the the Muslim minority that yeah, that that like two million of them are uh, are being persecuted, you know, in concentration camps and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, I heard something about that the other day, actually. It's absolutely. I've been wondering why nobody's doing very much about it. Because our. I mean, we don't in, have to get into this, but in our current political climate, we are a we are thinking America first, and we yeah. don't care about the rest of the world yeah. because I meant the world in general too. Well, though I don't feel like well because no really the world beca- is doing be- much about it because without America on your side, uh, we're twenty five percent of China's GDP, and without us on the side, any kind of like if we get together with other Asian nations or Europe, the only way to make China listen is to be like, look. Fifty percent of your GDP says you've got to stop this. They're gonna listen, but if to only but if less than that, they don't care. Okay, fine. I'm gonna to go to South America and and buy all their soybeans or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's amazing how many things go on around the world. And I mean, like and, these, that. and this and is crazy. I, I mean, it's not like 
it's two million people. You know, two million yeah, people in amazing. concentration camps with re-education, where they're like, I mean, it's just. John Oliver did a. Um, this is not for you kids, but um, parents that have listened. But John Oliver did a very good um, uh, episode of last week tonight, where he ta- where he touched on it, and it was. I mean, and I've been learning about it, and it was even more eye-opening. So, okay. I'll have right. to look into that. Yeah. So, uh, movies and TV. Can you tell? We'll start with movies. All right. Okay. So, um, you can do it. The way I like to break this up is uh, what I think is the best movie, and what is my favorite movie, because those are vastly different things. Okay. So, pops in your head. Favorite movie of all time. The one that you've seen more than any other. It just pops in your head. It's on TV. You're going to sit down and watch it. Probably The Sandlot. The Sandlot. Yes. Okay. I love The Sandlot. Very cool. A lot of good lines from yes. The Sandlot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. Killing Me Smalls. I uh-huh. use that one all the time. Yep. I've heard that. Yes. At a, okay. The, things the are clicking Sandlot. for me now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I don't know. That's just been, you know, through my childhood and like it's, you know, it's on t- TV all the time. So Of course. Yeah. Uh, so, that's a, a big favorite. And I'm not, I'm not a huge um, mm-hmm. like movie person. Like I don't, I fall asleep when I watch them at home. So I'm the same way. <laughs> Sounds like my wife. When he asked me, I was like, I don't yeah. really watch movies. Yeah. I mean, I love all the Star Wars stuff. That's interesting, but I'm not like a huge, like Star Wars. Like I know every detail person. Yeah. So, um, what about TV? TV. Um, you can give me a guilty pleasure in what you think is the, and then what you think is the best TV show. Huh. So, I watch a lot of the like reality TV stuff um, on Bravo, which yeah. is just junk. But uh, it's just I watch it at the end of the night before I go to bed, you and don't it's have to just like it. okay. It. I always feel like I have to. No, 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 no. I understand. Total junk TV, and it's like well. So what's your go-to? My go-to? Which one? Which one? Which, which <laughs> show? I mean, because which, which show is your number one? Probably the Housewives shows. Okay. Okay. So, I know. It's not really, like, kid-friendly, but I think they're for me just it's so ridiculous, you know? And it's, like, so outside my realm. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah. like do people really act that way? Need some good so. mindless TV. Yeah, yeah, it's mindless TV, and I don't really sit down to watch a whole ton of TV. Mm. Um, I've been watching that Yellowstone show. It's good this yeah. summer. Um, I've been trying to watch some of that. That's been really good recently. So for me, it's Ninety Day Fiance. That's that's yours. Oh okay. yeah, I haven't started I, that yet. I do like Below Deck and you know Southern Charm as well, but but yeah. ninety but Ninety Day really. I mean, it's just because these, because it's it's reality, but in in even more of a real way because it's even less scripted. Is it? I don't know. Because I'll have to look into that one next. Ju- it's just the the journey that these are real people. Like these are real people. You're yeah. like, how is this? How is how are you a real person? How have you gotten through life <laughs> <laughs> acting like this and and looking like this? And I'm not I'm not coming at anybody for uh, this is talking about like excessive makeup and things like that. And you're just like, how is that fashion? Yeah, yeah. But you know, <laughs> what do I know? I mean, I'm. Wearing camo shorts, so. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, let's go with uh, choose a superpower. A superpower. Yeah, one superpower. One superpower. I would like to maybe fly. 
I guess. See, I love this question because because we, we usually get all different answers. You were the same as... Schmonser? Was it, no, was it Schmonser? Or it, it was either... No, it was Jeff Cook. She said Jeff she Cook. would fly to help people. Yes, it was... Oh, that's sweet. Yes. It would just make getting around so much easier, right? Yes. Like, and like all my family... Like, relatives live, like, way far away, so, you know, that You'd would make that to, easier. You obviously have to, you know, strengthen your body, too. Yeah, I would. So, so, but, well, and I'm just thinking, because if you want to go super fast and, you know, that kind of stuff. True. So. Another reason to work out. Yeah, another... <laughs> <laughs> either that or, or hope that Party of Superpower gives you hardened skin and, there you, go. you know... That should come with it, right? Yeah, well, I mean, and then you wouldn't even need to work out because it's like, yeah, it's, it's part of my superpower like to look Superman, this good. Like, just right. make me look like <laughs> yeah. all bulky, right? I wish somebody would have said that for their superpower. <laughs> just looking good all looking the time? Good. <laughs> looking good. Well, I guess with Superman, I mean, he takes in all that UV radiation <laughs> and, it just, and that's, what, that's what helps bulk him up. <laughs> that is that is canon, too. Like, if, I mean, that that is actually what, what happens because if he were taken out of the sun which he has been in other comic versions he, you can tell he Mr. Weiss has really thought about this he has yeah. all the specifics well, uh, worked he out has many well, uh, well I have cool lots of comic books. books yes I have about oh, okay yeah I have about 60,000 comics oh um, okay so, so this I mean, is your thing well it, it, it was for a good many I'm years surprised your reaction was like yeah. not more than yeah. 60,000 <laughs> I I don't collect as much anymore still like registering yeah. it. I don't collect as much anymore I don't collect um on, on a week on a week, weekly I, I kind of just do trade paperbacks now which is the so where do you keep them all? Uh, I have a um, I have a very large basement. Well, it's the same size as, um, and I, I have. I guess they're thin. Yeah, and I have you know boxes on boxes um, of them, and <laughs> you know a lot of them, a lot of them are collectors. I mean, I do have you know stuff in the forties, the fifties, the sixties. Very neat stuff up. I have every up until two thousand fifteen, every run of Justice League. So that means very cool. All of them. The original, on through, but yeah, I, it, it it was a thing. I'm a habitual collector. Neat. Well, it, it is, but it's also. I don't think I collect anything other than clothes. I guess. Oh, I can't. I can't help it. <laughs> the only thing you could say I collect is socks, but socks. I really oh, haven't yeah. gotten socks. any. That's your thing. I haven't gotten any in a very oh. long time because I have oh. way too many. Honestly. Back to school gift from Miss mm-hmm. Cricket. There you go. I have gotten a few from students before, and so wear them. let's plug that for a Christmas gift. <laughs> there you go. Socks for Miss <laughs> Prickett. Want to buy a holiday gift for Miss Prickett? There yeah. you go. I will take them. Hey, I'm serious. Right I don't there. buy them anymore because people give Gifts me socks. Them, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, it's. I mean, I get it. I look sad. I habitually don't bring me white socks stop. though, or plain colored socks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you my my my, my <laughs> favorite be crazy now and fancy. are the Bombas socks. I do like those. Yeah, oh, I've heard they're I really mean, good. God, they're those are good. Oh, and then you buy one, they give one to uh, homeless people too. Yeah. So, hey, there you go. It's pretty awesome. All right, uh, I need to know what we'll go. Okay, actually, that'll be the last one. Personal hero, um, and this and this is kind of a who do you want to sit down with? Anybody from history? Anybody? Who wow. would you like to sit down with? I know this, hmm. this, this is a tough question. This is a tough question. Is there a historical figure that's it, live or dead, doesn't matter, that, that you said, man, that's just, I, I would love to talk, to, to understand this person? Wow. Well, I've never really thought about that, but maybe like a religious leader, like okay. maybe like the Pope. Which one? Oh, any, I guess, the current one, maybe. <laughs> I don't know all the yeah, he's, um, specifics what about them. Cool Pope? Yeah. yeah, the cool pope. <laughs> the, yeah. the cool pope. He yeah. is pretty cool. 
you would want like Urban the Second who started the Crusades. I mean, I he's don't know much. About not not a very nice guy. So there might have been a female pope. That's there is there is you know rumor out there that there was a female pope. Really, yeah. that would be that. intriguing. Yeah. yeah, so maybe a religious leader, just someone who you know. I feel like they always know a lot about the world and a lot about history and mm-hmm. a lot about, you know, like how to view your life. So cool. yeah, I think if I went with the Pope, I would want to go down to the Vatican uh, archives because, you know, yeah. they keep crazy. Stuff the down there. Pope, oh, yeah. I'm for sure. Going to Italy. Yeah. yeah, go, yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to be there. Yeah. You know, yeah the come whole on. Experience. Show, yeah. Take me to the Holy See and let's yeah. go down there. <laughs> yeah. OK, so our next one is probably the most important one. And I mean, this one, it might not be most important to you, but it is for a lot of our kids. Favorite teams. Teams. Now, (laughs) yes. Of course, from We have categories. Teams. We we do have categories. So we're going to start with um, professional sports. Uh, Now, we can can, can start this off with, are you, do you really watch sports? Are you really into sports? I'm not like super into sports. Like I am, like I'm always grew up very sporty and like watching sports and but like I'm not from South Carolina so I don't have a very strong connection to Clemson or Carolina you know like that's you know how some people are like Clemson no Carolina (laughs) like well a lot of you know (laughs) well I mean you have an Auburn Tiger here so that's that's and in Ohio it was more you had a strong connection to the professional football teams or baseball teams because we have that's right you're either like a cleveland connection or a cincinnati connection so i grew up cincinnati reds fan a Bengals fan even though you know they're not like you know the best of the best right now like that or like since 2015 yeah (laughs) so that's what i grew up following and going to their games i loved back in the day who ken griffey Oh, yes, oh, of yeah. course. I mean, how can you awesome. not? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, so you're a Bengals fan. Yes. I mean, I would call myself a Bengals fan still. Awesome. Okay, well, we, we got to the NFL really quickly, and yeah. we and we hit MLB. Do you do hockey? Because, I mean, you are from a, yeah. northernmost, a northern state. So um, my brother plays hockey. Okay. Um, so, but I never, like, grew up following hockey. Yeah. Um, the college team was real big. Miami University is in the town I grew up in. Oh, so, so you're, okay. I went to a ton of, like, college hockey games because it was cheap and it was an e- right there in town. It was a fun thing to do. So, um, I love watching it. Yeah. But I'd n- I've never really followed, like, a team religiously. Okay. Well, what, well, then, how about your college like uh do you, do you have a collegiate team for hockey or just, no, just anything just, just anything um i guess now like i follow like the clemson and the and the carolina um we're like so my husband went to grad school at carolina Oof. so you know when we first moved down here we were like super big i know everyone's gonna like gasp i'm like changing sides or whatever but we're, we were always big Carolina fans when we moved down here because that's where he went to school. Sure. And, like, now we're, like, in the upstate and everyone's, like, big Clemson fans. So, like, mm. we make sure to watch all the Clemson stuff. Well, you know. I'm going to, like, lose a lot of kids right well, now. Like, <laughs> well, well, we did have a uh, we did have a kind of a, an aha, mo- uh, aha moment with um, Bargeron. He okay. grew up as a Carolina fan. 
Oh. All the way into college. All the way into college because then he transferred out of um, East Carolina University to Clemson. Clemson, yeah. For so he kind of had wife. to be a Clemson fan. Yeah. So then he became a Clemson fan, yeah. And wow. He said he did not bring one Carolina shirt because apparently he had a lot of them, but he didn't bring one to school. <laughs> that's just, a big commitment. That is a big yeah. commitment. I mean, that's... We identify as that in the upstate. I mean, yeah, you, you I really mean, do. It, it is it's part like, of your identity. It is. Yeah. So, so it's, it's very tough. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and you know, neither of my parents were Clemson or Carolina. My mom went to UGA, so she's a bulldog. Okay. Yeah. Right? I mean, and my dad went to Princeton, so I mean, he doesn't care. I my mean, parents are the same way. Yeah. So, Walford and Congress. Yeah. So okay, we don't, um, but yeah, so I ended up uh, having to make the choice in high school. I chose right. Had to make the choice. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then I went to Clemson for grad school. So yeah, there we it go. all worked out. Yeah, it all worked <laughs> out. Okay. So um, we're going to move on to our last question. Last question is about music and songs. Okay. So um, I want to know uh, favorite song, favorite band. They don't have to be the same, obviously. Yeah. Right. Um, and then I have two more questions that go along with it. Uh, follow up after that. Follow up. Yeah. Okay. I've listened to a lot of different sure. music. Like, I'm not like, oh, I only listen to country. or So I listen to everything. And um, I would probably say maybe Coldplay might be my favorite band. You know, um, Sirius XM has a Coldplay station right now. Oh, okay. I uh, didn't know that. I only know this because I listen to Sirius XM and they plug it. I've been to a Coldplay concert and it was... Uh, Definitely in the top three. Yeah. Really? It's really yeah, cool. Me too. Cool. Yeah. Just because the lights and stuff. I mean, it was just the whole show. Was yeah. And I like their music too. And like, I, they've been around now for like high school and through, you know, since I was in high school and throughout. So it's been kind sure. of a band that stayed with me a long time, I uh-huh. guess you could say. And they've evolved and. They have, yes. You know, I like their music and uh, throughout the whole, all their stages, I guess you could say. Um, Favorite song? Yeah. Gosh. One song. That is so hard. One song. Like, like I mean, we, we all have a song. We all have songs, right? That yeah. that, that, that are always going to make it on your playlist, right? A, a favorite yes. song. That'll always be there. It doesn't matter if you don't like the, uh, the band, mm-hmm. but you like that one song. So I'm asking you to choose one song out of those go-to songs. Gosh. It's a tough one. I mean, this is, this is a hard question. I know, because it depends on my mood, and okay, um, like if I was going to choose a Coldplay or a slow song, I would say Yellow okay. by them. Um, maybe uh, that Happy song by Pharrell. Okay. That's always like a good one. Um, mm-hmm. I would start dancing to that just yeah. thinking about it. <laughs> I know. I mean, you it's got to, one. right? All right. Uh, maybe those songs. I don't know. It's hard to pick because, like I said, I I like so many different genres. I like a lot of Frank Sinatra songs okay. and those things. So um, we've been, I've been really into the Beatles recently. Mm-hmm. So all the Beatles songs have been a favorite recently. Okay. Um, karaoke song. Ugh. It, you're 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 at a club, whatever. It's um. It's a karaoke club, and you get called up to the stage. You have any song you can choose. Any song. You have to choose one. What oh song? Oh, my God. That's now, so hard because I am not a singer at all. Well, I mean, <laughs> we, I mean, Neither ne- am I. Yeah, ne- ne- 
neither are we. Um, but you know, there's always a song that that you that you feel confident in singing because you've heard it enough times that you feel you can do. It would probably have to be a country song because I grew up listening uh-huh. to country and like I'll hear them like even the old classic country songs I'll hear now and I'll know word for word. And my husband's like, "How do you know this song?" It's like it's been ingrained in my head for mm-hmm. like twenty years. All right. So Which one? maybe. I don't know, probably a Garth Brooks song, just because I n- okay. know a lot of them. I don't even know which one. Uh, the Dance, maybe. Okay. Do you know that one? I don't. I will not sing you a t- I don't part of it because I am yes. not. Okay. Um, and our final question is entrance music. Entrance. <laughs> you thought karaoke was hard. <laughs> entrance music. What? Okay, let me, let me set the stage for you. So it is, so it, you're on duty or you're on duty right now. Right. And the, and the kids know that, that we meet, that they all come into the pod. Mm -hmm. Right. And they're, they're all sitting down. Luckily you guys don't have to be quiet. It's not elementary anymore, Yes. but you're, you're, you're allowed to talk. The bell rings. It's. What time is the bell going to ring now? 730? I think 730. Okay. So the bell rings at 730. We do have first period planning though. Yes. Miss Bradley, Miss Bradley is 45 minutes late. (laughs) (laughs) She might show up. (laughs) (laughs) Now, hopefully she doesn't hear this, but I don't care. You can tell her. Uh, But anyway, seventh now. So they they have a year to worry about that. So, okay. So it is, it is 730. The bell is rang. You're not, you're, you're not down in front of your door yet. I'm out there. I've ordered the kids to be quiet because we're, we're going to start, you know, putting in, all right, everybody that's in Miss Prickett's class, go to Miss Prickett's class. Everybody that's in Miss Jeffcoat's class, go. You know, you walk down. Music starts. What is the music that is going to play you into the pod? That everybody knows that. Oh, shady. Shady's here. <laughs> that is so funny. Um, maybe that Pharrell Happy song. I mean, okay. that's that little upbeat and silly, I guess. But that's a good one. Very cool. All right. Well, I mean, that's all the questions that what I have. What did y'all pick? What did you um, pick? What did I pick? Um, I don't oh. Think, I didn't think we picked one yet. Yeah, we might not have picked one. Do you have one? Oh. I can tell you what uh, I can tell you what Jeff Coat picked. She picked Crazy Train. Okay. Um, Barzron, what did he pick? I didn't write it down. He picked that song. Was it? No, it wasn't the same one that him and his wife sang Mm-mm. in high school. No, he picked so he picked something kind of off the wall that I was like, oh okay. Um, I don't remember what song she picked. Oh, um, yeah, I don't remember what she picked. Uh, you know, my 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 thought one that would be inappropriate would um, let the bodies hit the floor. I just think that's because it's so just like oppressive and in your face when it happens. Yeah, that I kind of like that. Um, <laughs> though it could be. Um, Rick Astley together forever because it'll feel like that in my classroom. Together forever. Yeah. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Though I'd have to wear like a big suit coat with like the big shoulder pads yeah. like, like Rick Astley. Have to be all in. Yeah. But um, so, so I'm not exactly sure. What do you got? I'm kind of thinking just, just the, not the words, but like the beginning of Eye of the Tiger when it's like, 
That's a good one. I think I would like to like do the little karate chops. There you go. Yeah. That's a good one. Feeling that. Yeah. I like it. That, that's a I've great. I've had one. a lot of that time is, to think about. Yes, this. you have. Yeah, yes, yeah. you have. Yeah, I would have. I'm gonna uh, think of something different. Like that on the spot. Yeah. An hour from now, I'm be like, no, we need to redo it. Well, I think it's an important question. It tells us a lot about personalities as well, and yeah. um, we might uh, end up using it at a later hey, point. Hey, you never know. There we go. All right. Well, that's all. That's all that I have. Uh, that's all I think. Unless you have something, let's break it. I don't have anything. Do you have anything else you want to tell uh, your future students and current students and or parents? I'm just excited to start this year. Mm -hmm. I know there's been a lot of anxiety and stress about what's going to happen with school. And I just want everyone to know that the teachers are here to support Mm -hmm. you all no matter what. And that's what all of us have been talking about every time I've talked to any of the other teachers is we're ready. We just want to be there for everybody and... Um, get started. I'm excited to get started. I'm kind of like, all right. Is yeah, it, I'm kind of ready. Yeah, is it August 24th yet? Because I need to see kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just can't believe. I mean, it's been since March. I mean, it's I know. thinking about that. It's I'm been like, a long time. I mean, we've been in the building here and there, but like, I think I've been in the building not, three not, times. Not to do anything. All we, day yeah. format. Yeah, yeah. So I'm ready. Now I'm not ready to get up at like 5.45 or whatever. I'm going to have to get up to be there extra early, but Oh yeah, so yeah. That, that will that be a me. struggle for everyone since we've all been off. 6:15 is when I have to leave now. I mean, for sure, because yeah. you, you guys don't know, but I live about 25, yeah. 30 minutes away. So 6:15, I'm gonna have to leave at 6:15. I think I'm about so 17, 18 minutes away now, so I'll have to leave pretty early. Yeah, so yeah. Not th- as early as you, but. So I feel bad about for my wife because she's gonna have to take the kids, and no matter what, because there there are times when she has to leave at five in the morning, but she'll have to leave at five in the morning, and because the the daycare is right by the hospital. Yeah. So. Yeah. We're yeah, having good. to change our routine a little too. Yeah. So that everyone will have to get used to it, I guess. But we'll see. I know it's going to be an um, unpredictable year. and Yes, it will. Um, I think we'll all just kind of be flexible. Be and flexible and go with the flow. Yeah. and Hope for the best. Yeah, hope for the hope best. Hope for the best. I'm excited to meet everybody though. Me too. Mm-hmm. Me too. Me really. Too. Yep. All right. And that's it from us. So um, what we say at the end of our podcast our sign off is later Later gators. gators later gators bye guys thanks bye